At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. This is All Angles. VEASAN's football betting podcast. Here is Matt Brown. Hello and welcome to episode number 30 of All Angles football betting podcast here on the VEASAN podcast network. I'm Matt Brown and this is week 10 of the NFL. Off to a good start. With our Thursday night football wins, a couple of them in the bag there with the under and then also the over on Bryce Young uh, pass attempts. So let's go ahead, keep this rolling here in week number 10. Kick things off with the Indianapolis Colts and the New England Patriots. This is point and a half to two points in favor of the Colts over in Germany. Remember, this is an early kickoff over there. So 930 Eastern, 630 Pacific, 43, 43 and a half is your total. What we get is a Gardner Minshew-led Colts team that we know is going to turn the ball over. Gardner Minshew, once he has become starter, has been pretty much shown exactly why he has not been able to hold down a starting job since he's been in the NFL. And that's fine. He's a good backup. He's a guy to, that you can bring in in a pinch and you don't feel like you're putting a total schlub in there. But as a guy who you got to roll out every single week and rely on to go win games, it's just not going to happen with, with Gardner Minshew. And that's been proven, I think, at this point. But fortunately, and the reason that they are favored on a neutral field here over the Patriots is the fact that Mac Jones and this offense for the Patriots has been absolutely putrid. And and honestly, it doesn't show any signs of life. It doesn't show any signs of getting any better whatsoever. And so you start to try to nitpick and you start to try to think like, well, maybe this, maybe that, maybe that. Like, no, it's just not there. You were looking at a team whose overall offensive EPA is 30th in the NFL, right? I mean, you were looking at a team who doesn't do really anything well except on occasion 
Ramondre Stevenson kind of can get it going, can kind of get hot for spurts during a game, but that's really about it. On the Colts side of things, they're not any good either. Um, certainly not from an offensive standpoint. There's flashes throughout a course of a game here and there, but it's uh, it's not an offense you really want to be back in. Josh Downs, their kind of standout rookie receiver, doesn't look like he's going to go, which he was such a big part of this offense, at least looking somewhat competent. And with all that, to me, this just kind of leads more towards an under in this game. I don't want to back a side. I think the range of outcomes is fairly wide. If you told me that either one of these teams won by a touchdown, it wouldn't surprise me. But what would surprise me if we were in a shootout of any sort? So I think under 43 and a half, which is still out there, would be the way to look at this game. Green Bay Packers and the Pittsburgh Steelers. This is three, three and a half now in favor of the Steelers at home against the Packers. 38 and a half to 39 is your total. Packers have looked really inept on offense. And the thing about this Packers team is Jordan Love was expected to really kind of take a step here as after he took over. And, you know, listen, there is something to be said about a guy who's able to know for sure that the job is his and that, you know, he's the dude and, and all that. I, I actually do believe in all of that, but I think maybe this just might be a little too big for, for Jordan love. You know I mean? He is making, he is making mistakes that we would see from first year guys. And I understand he's a first year starter, but he's been in the league for several years. I mean, stuff that if you were, if you were out there taking rep, which he has been for four years, taking practice reps against real NFL players and watching film and seeing tendencies and all the things like that. Like I know there's no substitute for actual real gameplay, but it's, you would like to see a guy be progressed a little bit further than him. Looks like they're going to be without Jair, Jair Alexander, Quay Walker as well on the defensive side of the ball. It certainly does not help them. I'll admit, guys, I don't have this in the account. I was hoping this would get to two and a half. I thought that maybe people would see the three and then think that that was too much and come in on Green Bay. And I thought I might get a two and a half on Pittsburgh, a team that I don't really like, as anyone knows any of the content that I've done. I don't like them at all. But if you're looking at what they're going up against here, it's kind of a broken offense right now for the Packers. They don't really have any sort of answer whatsoever. And then on the defensive side of the ball, they're just, they're just, okay you know like they're just they're just league average and so you put the Pittsburgh defense up against a bad offense and then as bad as the the Pittsburgh offenses look throughout the course of the season they're not gonna have to do all that much here to to cover a field goal the problem is, is at three I think there's a pretty high amount of push equity and all of that if I had to play this game it would be the three on Pittsburgh but I was looking for a two and a half it's not gonna get there New Orleans Saints and the Minnesota Vikings. This is three or an expensive two and a half on the Saints. 40 and a half to 41 is your total. I do have a two and a half in my account on the Saints. Man, it was tough to do. I, you know, I talk about these teams that I dislike and I have several teams that I just really dislike Saints being one of them. But you look at this and, I understand the miracle that Josh Dobbs pulled off last week, but the fact of the matter is, is he's still only going to be, have been in there for a week and a half. No Justin Jefferson. They did open the window, but he's not going to be back this week. Doesn't look like KJ Osborne's going to clear the concussion protocol. So it's basically going to be Jordan Addison and a banged up TJ Hawkinson, who is said he's going to play, but his ribs 
are in fact very sore. So you look at this and it's a quarterback that's been there for a week and a half is going to have one good target in Addison who you would think that the Saints, given the cornerback situation they have, which is really good, might be able to at least limit, I'm not going to say eliminate, but limit Addison's production. You have a banged up Hawkinson who might not even play a full complement of snaps given the situation that he's in. And you actually have a good Saints defense. You know, that's the thing. You actually have a good Saints defense. And more importantly, you have a really, really good Saints run defense. And that's where, you know, the handicap really came down to me that that pushed me over the edge to get to the Saints was this the, the Vikings can't run the ball anyway, right? So this the the Vikings are a team that you look at and you say, oh, that run game for them is basically non-existent. The rush offense EPA is 26th in the NFL. The rush offense DVOA is 28th in the NFL. The Saints defend the run really, really well. So a team that doesn't run it well anyway is going up a team that defends the run very, very well in the Saints. So it becomes one-dimensional then, in my opinion, for Minnesota. And it's Dobbs having to throw the ball every single down after having been there a week and a half with no receivers. You know, and so for me, I'm going to play the Saints, even though I dislike them. But in in this situation that Minnesota finds himself in, I think this is pretty advantageous for a team that's got a top 10 defensive unit, ninth overall DVOA, fourth overall according to pro football focus. So go ahead. Give me the Saints. It's not a bet that I love. It's a bet that we're going to have to. uh, Going to have to put in the account. Houston, Texas, and the Cincinnati Bengals. This is six, six and a half in favor of Cincinnati at home over the Texans, a total of 47. I do not have a side in the account. I do have a total play, and the line has not moved at all. So I'm 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 just going up against what is out there. And I have the under 47. I thought this thing would come down with the injury report that came out for both of these teams with key players on the offensive side of the ball not being out there I thought for sure this total would come down didn't it's still sitting 47 I still like the under if you look what we're dealing with here is Texas first of all put 23 players on their injury report on Thursday then Friday injury report comes out they're going to be without Damian Pierce they're going to be without Nico Collins so your number one running back your number one wide receiver going to be gone you look on the on the Bengals side of things they're without T Higgins And then Jamar Chase is banged up. I just don't know how you have both of these teams with both, with all of these playmakers out of the offense, being able to score, being able to score, which by the way, you, you guys know 47 is a massive total in the 2023 version of the NFL. So now you take away key weapons on both sides of the ball, like both offensive sides of the ball. And I just don't know how we get, one of the higher scoring games of the week in this fashion. And honestly, I did take a little bit of a walk down narrative street, which I try not to do all that often. But I mean, let's just, let's just be honest. There's a massive game on tap for Cincinnati on Thursday against the Baltimore Ravens. There is a world that exists in which Cincinnati gets up in this game and then just tries to take the air out of the ball and get out of there as soon as humanly possible 
no more injuries, no more chances for injuries, and just try to get on the next week because that game against that game on Thursday is massive. So with all of that, I played the under Texans and Bengals. Cleveland Browns and the Baltimore Ravens. This is six and a half in favor of the Ravens. 38, 38 and a half is your total. Um, it's, it's tough to talk about this one. I, I'm on both the side and the total in this, both of which numbers don't exist anymore. Ravens five and a half and under 40. There is a 38 and a half still available out there in the market. If that were the case, I'd still play the under 38 is basically the absolute cutoff for playing the under for me in this one. Deshaun Watson is just not healthy guys. If you go back it one, if you didn't, if you watched that game last week, it was apparent to you anyway. And if you, if you watch some of the highlights and I do want to give a shout out to Ian Hart, it's out there who put together a, a clip of all of the, all of the 10 yards or further or 15 yards or further, whatever it was passes of Deshaun Watson in that game. And he just didn't look like an NFL quarterback. He looked like us out there trying to throw these 20 yard passes. I mean, it looked like full body, everything. I mean, these are wrist flicks for these NFL guys. And it was wrist flick for Deshaun Watson, a healthy Deshaun Watson for sure. And certainly the Deshaun Watson of three years ago, who had a, just an absolute cannon of an arm. And it's a dude who is literally having to put his whole body into these like 20 yard passes that middle school flag football teams are throwing. And so that shoulder, I mean, he's told us it's not good. And then now it's, now he's shown us it's not good. So I just don't know why. I don't know why we would think that the Browns are going to be able to put up points against this Baltimore Ravens defense that is now shown to be one of the better defenses in the NFL. Once they got healthy, if you start with week six, both of these defenses have just been lights out, which again leads towards an under for me. If you look at the Browns defense first in EPA per play allowed, the Ravens are third in EPA per play allowed. Browns second in success rate allowed. Ravens ninth in success rate allowed. It is just absolutely crazy good how good the Browns defense has been all season long. And then the Ravens, once they got healthy, how good the defense got for them. And then a little bit further to lean towards this thing being an under, the Ravens really are just leaning into that run game a ton. And they have so many different guys they can cycle through on top of just Lamar. And they're running on early downs, which just means the clock is always running from the beginning of their series. I mean, they have they are running on first and second down just an absolute ton. 34 of 60 early downs last week, 25 of 52 two weeks ago. They were on by in week seven. In week six, they ran on 26 of 53 early downs. So they just keep the clock moving and they're, they're efficient when they do it. Like most teams, this would be a losing, this would be a losing proposition, but they're just so efficient at doing it that it's not for them. So it is, it's so many different ways. I think that this game goes under. And honestly, if you wanted to get some sort of Ravens look into your account, non-traditional teaser is out there. Moneyline parlay is out there. There are ways you could get them into your account if you didn't want to lay them having to win this thing by a touchdown if you think that maybe there's a chance that they take their foot off the gas and and there's some sort of garbage situation that comes about but you know it's it's still only Ravens are passed for me even at the six and a half because I just have no confidence in this Browns offense whatsoever Tennessee Titans Tampa Bay Bucks this is a point and a half in favor of the Bucks 
38 and a half to 39 is your total. Of course, it's going to be Will Levis for the Titans. They made the right decision. They're going to go Will Levis the rest of the season, as they should. They have no financial tie to Ryan Tannehill past this season, so might as well go ahead and move on to the young guy, see what you got in him. It's been a pretty high draft pick on him anyway, so go ahead and put him out there, get him some experience. Then you look at the Bucs, and it's just a very curious case with this team. You see Baker Mayfield at times look like a competent NFL quarterback. Yeah, Baker's still going to do the Baker things. Baker holds on the ball too long sometimes. Baker takes sacks sometimes that he shouldn't where you just go, Baker, you've been in the league long enough to know to throw the ball away. Like, I just don't even, you know, you you, you do the face palm thing and you just kind of move along. But there are still some players on this team. There are still some players on this Bucs team. And I think this has kind of sneaky shootout potential in this one. So there's a 38 and a half available in the market out there. I kind of like the over in this game. I I can see both of these teams being able to have some success. This Bucks secondary has really been suspect of late. And the one thing about Levis, whether he's efficient or not, right? Levis is going to push the ball down the field. He is not scared as a rookie at all, which kind of makes me curious about the DeAndre Hopkins overs as well, like DeAndre Hopkins over yardage. It's fairly low. It's like sitting in the 60 range, like 60 and a half, 61 and a half. And it's one of those things where the inefficiency could cause it to not get there, but it won't be for lack of trying, if you get what I'm saying. Like he is going to get several targets and he's going to get several targets with a lot of, of air yards. Like there, his average depth of target is likely to be very, very big. Because like I said, Levis just does that. And that's Levis' style. And so I'm tempted on the over. Certainly maybe if you're playing like an, a same game parlay or something in this game, I think that that would be something you'd want to include uh, in there as well. Because again, it, it might not get there because of lack of efficiency, but it certainly won't be from lack of trying. Because I think Levis is going to give it a, give it a, give it a go. Guys, when we come back, take a quick little break here. Here's some words from a uh, sponsor of ours, and then we will roll through. Coming on back with a real big game in the 49ers and Jacks. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. This is Colin Coward from The Herd with Colin Cowherd. Angie's list is now Angie, the nation's largest home service marketplace. They're here to help homeowners get all their jobs done well. Angie has helped over 150 million homeowners care for their homes. Whatever your home project, big, small, indoor, outdoor, come to Angie to connect with and hire skilled pros to get the job done well. Listen, I've got a couple of things in a bathroom in my house. Got to get it fixed. I don't have time, and I'm not good at it. Angie is. In just a few taps in the Angie app or clicks on the site, you can have Angie tackle your home service project start to finish. With over 200,000 pros in their network, Angie makes it easy to research, compare, and hire pros to ensure a job done well. With 29 years of experience combined with new digital tools to simplify the process, Angie makes completing home projects really easy. Renters, you can use Angie, too, for moving, installations, or cleaning. 
Angie can even help with extremely specific projects. Just tell them what you need, and Angie will find the right solution for you. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com, or download the app today. If you use paper, you're a human. But if you choose paper, you're a papertarian. Someone who lives a paper-based lifestyle because it has a positive impact on the planet. And also because it's the easiest choice you'll make all day. Seriously. It's as easy as reaching for boxed instead of bottled water. It's as easy as opting for beauty products that come in paper packaging. It's as easy as grabbing eggs in a cardboard container. And that's all in one trip to the grocery store, which, if we're being honest, you were planning to go to anyway. But paper isn't just an easy choice. Papertarians know that it's the smart choice, too. Because paper comes from trees, a renewable and sustainably managed resource. And paper products are designed to be recycled. In fact, when you choose products that come in paper-based packaging, those fibers can go on to be recycled up to seven times. So why wouldn't you go Papertarian? I'll wait. Learn more at howlifeunfolds.com slash Papertarian. Hey guys, this is Matt Jones, Drew Franklin from the Fade This Podcast. We got a great episode coming up. Picks in all the sports, football, basketball, we do them all. But here's a preview of this week's episode. Do you think it's more embarrassing to dye your hair or to have hair plugs? I don't think either are embarrassing if you're not trying to conceal it and act like you didn't. Okay, so you think if you just come out and go, I got hair plugs... Yeah, like check out these hair. Pl- I mean, don't just walk around. Hey, tapping. Hey, hey, stranger. I don't want you thinking this is natural. You know, but I mean, <laughs> do you, you have to do that with everyone you meet? Some people try to act like they. Uh, you know what I mean? Yeah, but I mean, like, like John Cena got it. You know, when John Cena came back to wrestling, he had a bald spot, and now he doesn't. Mm-hmm. You think he should be required in all interviews to say, "Look, by the way, I covered up my bald spot." Yeah, I guess it's weird. I mean, you don't wear a sign or like put a sign in your yard, but all right. So, what about toupees? Those are the most obvious. I but let's like. say you're like Bill Self and you can get it to where it looks good. His is magical. I don't even know if his is a toupee. It is. Though. I think he went into the future and had a procedure we haven't even discovered yet. And this episode was brought to you in partnership with DraftKings. To hear more, listen and subscribe to Fade This on iHeartRadio or wherever you listen to podcasts. Sports betting innovative analytics has taken the guesswork and emotion out of sports betting to bring you an innovative and trustworthy resource to enhance your journey to becoming a winning player. With industry-leading money-back guarantee options backed by their sophisticated modeling, they want to introduce you to a system that's not widely seen or available to help you beat the bookmaker. Specializing in NBA, college basketball, and WNBA, your first week is always free. Get started at SBIA1.com today. Welcome back. All Angles here. Week 10 podcast. Beeson Podcast Network. Matt Brown. And it is the 49ers and the Jags. It is three, three and a half in favor of San Francisco. On the road over at Jacksonville, 44 and a half all the way to 45 and a half. You can find in the totals market out there. If you look at this game, both teams coming off of a bye. Jacksonville going into the bye red hot. 49ers coming, going into the bye ice cold. That said, 49ers are going to get Debo Samuel back in the lineup, which we, which we knew was important, him being in there. I just don't know if we knew how important that it was. Like, it, there's something about it specifically, too, 
with Brock Purdy at quarterback where everything kind of needs to be in place and then this offense just hums. And then when things kind of get out of place, then it starts to look a little clunky, right? It's like as long as if you have Ayuk and you have Debo and you have McCaffrey and to a lesser extent Kittle, but it's it's really those three guys, the offense hums. We saw like when McCaffrey got banged up earlier in the season and had to miss a little bit of time, it, the, the offense kind of got a little clunky. And then now Debo is out and it looked got a little clunky. But when all three guys have been in there, it has looked like one of the very best in the NFL. So should be, should be back to what we were seeing when, you know, at the beginning of the season. The real thing here is, is this Jags defense for real? Because if you look at the numbers for the Jags defense, what you find is not just a good defense, but so far, basically an elite defense. And you were talking about a defense that has been number one in rush defense success rate against number four overall in rush defense DVOA. And then you look at pass defense DVOA number five overall number four overall pass defense EPA number five overall pass. Uh, um, if you look at uh, their adjust defense, defensive line adjusted line yards, like there are a ton of different statistics that are saying that this Jacksonville team is legitimately a top five defense in the NFL. Now, there are some holes to be poked in this, certainly some some lighter opponents there along the way, and it doesn't really even matter what the schedule looks like when you bring the 49ers to town. It's going to be a hard, it, it, like, you know, 99% of the time, it's going to be a harder matchup than what, you've, than what you've had before. Yes, this team, it's played the Colts and the Texans, the Falcons, Colts again. But it's also faced the Chiefs, held the Chiefs to 17 points. It's also faced the Bills, won that game and held the Bills to 20 points. Nothing to really write home about with the Steelers, but again, uh, the the best version of the Steelers when they had gotten their players back and stuff and held them to 10 points. So I think there is at least something to this defense. It's a super interesting game. The three and a half is tempting to take with Jacksonville. I just don't think it's going to get into the account. My favorite game to watch of the week, but just not one that I think I'm going to have a play on. Detroit Lions and the Los Angeles Chargers. This is now up to three in favor of the Detroit Lions. 48 and a half is your total. If you watch the shows that we do on Saturdays and Sundays over there. It's called The Handle. It is me and Mike Somich. Soon as lines for the next week start hitting, we start talking about them. This was the first bet we put in our account. We got the Lions at one. It is now up to three. Obviously a massive difference. If I had to play this game, I would still lay the three with the Lions. Now, you might get a chance to get an expensive two and a half in your account because there has been at least a little bit of support here on the Chargers lately. So there might be some support on that three and it might be give you it might give you an opportunity to get an expensive two and a half or at least to buy off of a super cheap three onto a two and a half and get that in your account. 
if you look at this Detroit Lions team, they are coming off of a bye and are going to be completely healthy. David Montgomery is going to be back for them. Both offensive linemen in Frank Ragnow and Jonah Jackson are going to be back out there for them. Basically, all 22 starters are going to be healthy for the Lions. The Chargers, on the other hand, as we know, coming off of a short week, having to fly back across the country from New Jersey as it was anyway, had to put wide receiver Josh Palmer on the IR. So you already are down Mike Williams for the season and now Josh Palmer on the IR. So it is basically Keenan Allen and a bunch of and a bunch of everybody else's. And yeah, Quentin Johnston, I know you spent a, a high draft pick on him, but he hasn't fit into the offense yet for whatever reason. And here's the thing about Justin Herbert, and, and Justin Herbert is awesome. Do not get me wrong, but we just have to we have to go by what we're seeing right now. And there's a lot of this has to do with, like we said, just the the wide receiver situation. Some of the other stuff that's been been going on with the offense. It looks kind of even weirdly disjointed since Austin Eckler came back, which I don't get. But since week six, Justin Herbert is at or below league average in EPA plus CPOE composite, success rate, expected completion percentage, air yards, all of these things in which he is either league average or below league average. So he's not bad, but again, he's not great over the, since, since over the last four weeks of the season. It's just average. And average, I don't think, is going to be good enough to do it in this game against this Lions team at full strength. And the other thing about this is, if you look at Herbert, he is, if you kind of put in some filters here to filter out garbage time and a minimum amount of snaps and all the things like that. There are 27 quarterbacks that were qualified in the parameters that I put in. I wanted to make sure it wasn't like a backup that was coming in and all the things like that. So I put in a minimum number of snaps and all that. So 27 different qualifiers. Herbert, 14th out of the 27 qualifiers in EPA per play whenever he's under pressure. Lions are ninth in the NFL in pressure rate. And as I just mentioned, completely healthy on the defensive side of the ball. On the other hand, the Chargers don't get any pressure. They're 25th in the league in pressure rate. So the, the stuff that we hate about golf, right? Golf in cold weather. Well, that's not going to happen. This game's in LA. Um, golf under pressure. Well, that's not going to happen. The, the Chargers are one of the bottom six teams in the NFL in pressure rate. Like there's just a lot of things pointing towards Detroit in this game and Honestly, uh, second favorite game of the week to watch, and I actually did have a bet in my account on this one. Do like the Lions, anything under a field goal, so just kind of monitor that. You might get it. I think you might get it somewhere along the way. Atlanta Falcons, Arizona Cardinals. This is point and a half to two points in favor of the Falcons on the road at Arizona. 43 and a half is your total. This is Taylor Heineke versus Kyler Murray. Kyler Murray back under center there for the Arizona Cardinals. And what does that mean? And that is the question. And I have been on the fence all damn week long trying to figure out why I want to put the Cardinals in my account. Because, man, any chance I can get to fade the Falcons, I am jumping on that bandwagon. Arthur Smith has lost horrible decision-making, complete player, I mean, complete personnel mismanagement. And they just don't have any identity on the offensive side of the ball. They can't figure out what they want to do. It's just a, it's just an absolute train wreck, and I want to fade them. But the problem is, is look, Kyler Murray hadn't played football in a year. It's been over 11 months. And, and it's just, 
you know, yes, he is one of the better football players, one of the better quarterbacks in the NFL like when fully healthy and when he has everything rocking and rolling. But it's, I think there's at least a minimal amount of leap of faith that you have to take to think that that's going to happen just right off the bat, stepping in there after having not played football in 11 months. And further, this is the least talented team he's had for sure. It's just, you know, one of those, just one of those deals, right? It's just, uh, I would love to, I'd love to get a Cardinals ticket in the account. I just, I just can't do it. I know some people are playing them in teasers, getting it up to eight on the Cardinals. I don't hate it. Like I said, I mean, I I can't even imagine, I can't even imagine a scenario in which this Falcons team win it, win it margin unless Kyler Murray is just God awful in his return, which could be, I, that's the thing though. Is there, a, is there a world that exists in the range of outcomes for this game that Kyler Murray just looks disjointed, like coming back after not playing football for so long? I mean, I think that there is. So just tough for me. Really wanted to get him in there. Just couldn't do it. Washington Commanders and the Seattle Seahawks. This is six in favor of the Seahawks. 44 and a half is the total. So I did get this one. In the account as well, um, I bought to seven when this was at six and a half. At six, it, it, I would play it. At six. Here was the thing. So it was at six and a half and it was so close to going to seven anyway that it didn't cost me very much to get it to seven, right? So that's why I went there. I would not tell you to buy from six to seven. It's going to cost you too much money. So if that makes any sense, it was just, it was, it was on the verge of going to seven anyway. So I got a cheap buy to seven. And then there was a bunch of buyback on the commanders. And then, so it just didn't get there. And then now we're, we're at six and you can't really buy to seven from six. So it's just, you have to, you have to play the six if you want to play this. And the, the only thing I think I would do at this juncture at six is just maybe some sort of in game thing. Like the full touchdown was very appealing to me for, from a commander side, even on the other side of six, because six being, you know, the third most key number, is appealing, but getting on that six is just not quite as appealing for the commanders for me on that one. Um, if you look, I mean, Geno Smith really has just been, he's just been horrible the last month of the season. And, and that was the thinking here with the commanders. And honestly, Sam Howell, whenever you factor out, like when you sit there and you, you take, um, and you take the, the garbage time out of everything, like Sam Howell's actually been pretty good. I mean, I, I think there's something there. Like, I don't think he's a zero. Like, I think there is at least something intriguing about, about Sam Howell. And so, especially if they could figure out, get, I mean, get him an offensive line and like, see, see actually what happened in like a little bit of a defense and see what happens. But um, with Gino, the guy just adjusted EPA per play. He's over the last month, 24th, 24th out of 28 qualifiers. He's like, he's like only ahead of Zach Wilson and, and, and Tyson Bajant and and Tommy DeVito. I mean, like seriously, it's 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 horrible. Like I mean, it's horrible. Seriously. And you look like the offensive line has been no help to Geno at all in this. I mean, last week in that game, pressured sixteen times, sacked four times. The week before that, pressured nineteen times on thirty nine dropbacks. I mean, it's just every other time he's dropping back. He's getting pressured. They were on by in week seven and week six. 
pressured 22 times on 48 dropbacks. Sacked four times in that game. So while Geno certainly makes Geno plays where you're just like, dude, what are you doing? The, the offensive line is not giving him any help at all either here. And, and getting a big number with, with Washington honestly is like, it, with the way Sam Howell's playing and that, you know, the arm that he's got and all the stuff that they actually have from an offensive weapon standpoint, I just don't think you're really ever out of it. So if this thing does get back to six and a half, and certainly if it got to seven um, by the time kickoff rolled around, don't think it will. But if it does, um, again, I'm I'm on Washington and, and, you know, anything on the other side of six, on the other side of six, I think you should be as well. New York Giants and the Dallas Cowboys, no commentary on this. It is anywhere from 17 to 18 in favor of the Cowboys. It's totals all over the place. There's a 38 all the way up to a 39, you know, in, in this. I mean, like, what do you do? It's the, the Cowboys name their scores. Tommy DeVito going for the Giants. Other, I mean, Darren Waller's on IR. There's a whole bunch of other players that are banged up. I mean, it's just, it's when do the Cowboys take their foot off the gas and and does the does the second string defense give up any scores if you want to handicap a game like that go ahead I don't so just nothing I want to be a part of the Giants team total in the game is 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 nine and a half I mean like you know I, I've never seen a team total of nine and a half it's it's joke of a game um it's gonna be nationally I think it's like the nationally televised game so great that that's that that's the game y'all have to watch New York Jets and the Las Vegas Raiders and this is your Sunday night football game um, Jets and the Raiders, I mean, seriously, I, I mean, look, it's one in favor of the Jets, 36 and a half the total. Do you buy in to the rah-rah stuff with the Raiders, right? You know, fire the coach, fire the offensive coordinator, fire the GM, rally around the new coach stuff. Like, do you buy into all of that is basically what your handicap is in this game. I mean, because you can't point to a single factor that would lead you to the Raiders, even as bad as the Jets have been. Like, even as horrible as the Jets have been on offense, there's just not a data point from the Raiders' side that would lead you to them. Because there is at least one good unit on the field, and that is the Jets' defense, and that's it. Because the Raiders' offense is not good, the Raiders' defense is not good, and the Jets' offense is not good. But there is one good unit on the field, and that is the Jets' defense. And the Jets' defense is legitimately good. They are legitimately a top-five defense in the NFL. They get pressure on the quarterback at a ridiculously good rate because of that awesome front four. They're fifth in the NFL in pressure rate despite the fact that they blitz at the dead last percentage. They do not have to blitz to get to the quarterback, and they get to the quarterback a ton. Which is why this thing just this defense just looks so smothering at times because they have everybody in coverage, but they're still getting pressure on the quarterback. And so, you know, look, does Aiden O'Connell have it in him to navigate through all of that? I just don't, I just don't know. I just don't think so. And it's like do the Jets have just good enough? I mean, like, could they win this game? And I'm not being facetious when I say this. Like, could they win this game 13 to three or like 13 to six? Like, 
you know what I'm saying? Like, doesn't that sound like a, a reasonable outcome in this game? I mean, the total to me, even as low as it is at 36 and a half, still seems, still seems high. <laughs> I, I mean, seriously, like still seems high to me. This just, this just has like 17-10 written all over it or 17-13 or whatever. Like all these scores I'm naming keep it under 36 points. And doesn't it sound like within the realm, within the range of outcomes? The only problem in all of this is when you have two bad quarterbacks and two bad off it, like there could be short fields or fluke pick sixes and strip side. That's the only thing I think that could come into play on something like this. So again, I think it's jets or pass and I think it's under or pass, but, and maybe it's both, you know, when it's all said and done, but man, that's a tough, that's a tough, that's a tough button click. I'll tell you that, that it's tough to hit submit on a Jets bet these days. That's for sure. After looking at that offense, but I think that's the way you have to go in this one. Guys, this podcast is absolutely free. I do appreciate you hanging out and uh, been making some money, been making some, uh, some, some good bets this year. So if you do, Enjoy what you get. If you don't mind, uh, just a quick pause. Go down. Give this thing a five-star rating. Give us a little quick, couple quick words on it. Uh, do appreciate that as well. A uh, lot of work, a lot of time goes into uh, breaking down these games, and, and hopefully everybody over at VEASAN is, uh, is, is navigating you through a, a pretty pretty interesting NFL season because, man, this has been a little bit wacky. Ten different rookie quarterbacks have started so far this year. Massive spreads all over the place. Tiny totals all over the place. It's been a weird NFL season, but uh, hopefully navigating through this thing pretty well we'll be back for a monday night football preview tomorrow good luck on all your week 10 bets at bed 365 we don't do ordinary we believe that every sport should be epic every home run every hit every inning every play from the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. This episode brought to you by 20th Century Studios' Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Director Wes Ball breathes new life into the epic franchise. As a ruthless king attempts to build his empire at the expense of the remaining human race, a young ape begins a journey to fight for a future for apes and humans alike. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Enter the kingdom in IMAX this Friday and theaters everywhere. Get tickets now. This is Amy Brown from Four Things with Amy Brown. Today, Healthier is happening at CVS Health in more ways than you've ever seen. It's wellness destinations for seniors, including select locations with Oak Street Health and CVS Pharmacy. It's doctors, nurses, pharmacists, and everyone in between offering quality care and support virtually, in person, and on the phone. It's in-home evaluations through Signify Health and meeting mental health needs through Aetna. And those are just a few of the ways that Healthier is happening. To see more, visit cvshealth.com slash healthier happens together. CVS Pharmacy, Oak Street Health, CVS Specialty, Signify Health, and Aetna are part of CVS Health. Eligibility and services vary by location and individual. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere 
and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.